0: all right joel radio hey there welcome back another joel radio and another year 2023 we've made it to 2023 how exciting is that It's the future! 2023. You would have said 2023 to me in 1987. I don't know what I would have thought would have been happening. But I am sitting here with some cool stuff in front of me. (laughs) So maybe that is, maybe we are in the future. I don't know. Well, anyway, welcome back. 2023 is here. I'm here, Joel Fragameni, your host. Layla's joining me today, speaking of hosts. Layla.
1: Hello. How you doing? Good.
0: It's 2023.
1: It is.
0: And we're back on this show.
1: We are. It's been a long time.
0: It has been a long time. It's been, it's been busy, too long.
1: It's been busy.
0: It has been. But we're back, and uh, let me tell you a little bit about maybe what uh, has been going on while I wasn't doing this show, mm-hmm. which is I was doing another show. <laughs> As a producer. Oh, yeah. The Comedy Castle podcast mm-hmm. with Tom McCarthy. And we made 125 of those shows together, me and Tom. Really? Yeah, 125. Now, we were doing it before the pandemic, over the pandemic, because the comedy, you know, we're promoting the comics coming to Comedy Castle. Right. We're recording them, interviewing them. And then uh, they, you know, when we the club wasn't open, we didn't do shows. But when the club reopened, we got back to shows.
1: I didn't realize that it... Started before the pandemic.
0: Oh, yeah. Long before the pandemic, actually.
1: Really? Yep.
0: I don't know how long. Maybe 18? No, it would have been 19. It would have been 19. We did about a year of shows before we got shut down, I think.
1: I feel like it started right after the pandemic. Well,
0: I can look. But anyway, Comedy Castle podcast is the uh, the site for all that stuff. But here's the deal. I, uh, uh, because of uh, Tom McCarthy, Mm -hmm. a great comedian and friend of mine who was doing all the interviews, He is retired from doing the interviews. Yep. He is no longer the host of Comedy Castle podcast, but the news is the show will continue. It will. And there is a new person doing the interviews and doing the hosting. And that is me. It's so exciting. Isn't it exciting? It is. Comedy Castle podcast. I have not done uh, my own show yet on there, but uh, the last one, uh, show number 125, we said goodbye to Tom. Right. And we recorded it right here in my Mm -hmm. studio. And we played a bunch of clips of some of the uh, past interviews we did, like David Tell and uh, Mick Foley was, we played some clips of Mick Foley on the show and Chris Kattan and some other people. And it was uh, TJ Miller. That was really funny. So you can catch any of those shows that Tom did 125 shows. Uh, I did the last one with them was really proud to make those shows. You know, Tom would record them. Send me the audio, and then I would have to make the audio sound good, which was a challenge sometimes. <laughs> um, and then another thing, you know, the reason Joel Radio is back, too, is because some of the equipment that I've purchased in the last couple of months, including a new computer and a new mixer, is going to be used to make that show. Right. And I've replaced the old equipment that I was using to make this show. Right. So it's good. It is. And I set up to do this show in like just a couple minutes today, which is really great mm-hmm. instead of... So an hour or something that it would take me in the past to go like oh my god i gotta put the studio together
1: so now when will (laughs) you do your first show
0: um probably in a week from now depending upon if i can get the the comedians to talk you know Mm -hmm. that's that's the challenge of that show is you have to go through like management and things Mm -hmm. you have to request interviews now there's some of these comedians that i know that I can probably bypass that and say, hey, it's Joel from Comedy Castle. Right. Will you talk to me for 20 minutes for the podcast mm-hmm. and hope they say yes? Right. Some people uh, will feel compelled. You know, that's a thing that I've talked to with with uh, Mark Ridley, the owner of the Comedy Castle, is are we compelling the people that we book to appear on the show? Shouldn't they feel compelled? Uh, they should feel compelled. But are, are they contractually compelled to do it?
1: Oh, yes. so maybe it needs to be in their contract yes. to do it. So
0: that's a thing that's kind of happening.
1: Oh. going to work out. That's yeah, what make
0: a lot easier for me if that's right. The case.
1: That's not a bad thing. That should maybe go be changed going well, forward.
0: All right. Well, you will be my representative, and you will speak to the intermediaries. Uh, okay. The various talent. Uh, I will take five percent. i am Okay. Um, off of the client, right? Off of the client's cut. Fi- no. My cut? No. Well, if I'm
1: working for you, <laughs> wouldn't it be your cut?
0: Let <laughs> me put it to you this way I went to the supermarket today, did our grocery shopping. You did. That was and 200% of my cut of the show hold that on. I spent today. I'm pretty sure
1: the conversation with no. last night. I'm going to go grocery shopping. You don't have to get up and go anywhere. Yes, but don't. while you were gone, I cleaned out the we fridge. Did I did the dishwasher. Oh I
0: did the sink. We were just talking about our professional podcast. <laughs> and now we're getting into breaking down the domesticity you, of our
1: home. But you just Come you on. brought it up. I did. <laughs> so there you go. So you want to go there?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, thank you. ComedyCastlePodcast.com. So there'll be lots of uh, mm. comedian interviews, and I'll, I'm sure I'll be mentioning them yeah. on this show as we go forward as well. Yeah. Uh, and just plugging it. Because a lot of people have said to me over the years, they're like, Joel, you're this comedian. And granted, I would have comedians on, but it was, you know, the was, the guy, my buddies. Right. You know, and they Corey weren't these, these guys.
1: not to say they're not stars, no. but they're not these famous people exactly, that yes. everyone
0: seeks out to yes. go see yes well my my feeling with this show is this show has always been about me right and and cory when you know when cory mm-hmm. was around it was sort of you know this was our show it was not a show where people came to hear the guests right it was me and Corey being funny and talking and about things like in our life. And yeah. Yeah. Our life. Lo- yeah. I love when I say my life and then you go bullshit. <laughs> did you notice how I said my life? You negated it with, well, bullshit. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's what it is, guys. I'm sorry that it had to come to that. But you see where and she now- puts me. You see where she puts me. You see.
1: I did. <laughs> I didn't. Mean it like that, you
0: didn't mean it like that,
1: but now it's our podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you would put a little bit of strychnine in Corey's coffee until finally <gasps> that a joke. that's a very you. cruel joke. I'm that sorry, very cruel. Cool. I should not say that. Rest in, rest in power, Corey. All I know. Left. Um, but yeah, so uh, this show is back and we're going to talk about lots of things. And golly, I'd love to catch up on all the movies and TV shows and things we watch, we'll talk about some of them today because i've got a list we're doing some oscar movies we've seen a few of those do you know that we saw one no 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 those three that are written down yeah are considered oscar contenders one Th- three of them the three <laughs> uh, no
1: in my in your opinion, <laughs> opinion one of
0: them is in my opinion and i think you I, only uh, one well, well look there, there's technical categories there's things.
1: Okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, we're gonna okay. talk about
0: uh, the Fablemans and Avatar, Glass Onion, bunch of TV stuff today. You know, people listen now because of me. I know they love you, and and when they're you're not on the podcast, they go, "Where's Layla?" Or I miss Layla.
1: Aww. Although it's
0: been so long since I've done one of these that yeah. really nobody says anything anymore. But they <laughs> they uh, you were at the Comedy Castle for New Year's Eve. I was. Uh, and watched the show and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to see a lot of the staff that hadn't seen you in a while, and that mm-hmm. was nice.
1: Yeah, because I don't typically go that often. It was the first time I've ever gone for New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, um, so that was interesting.
0: Did you enjoy yourself?
1: Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it was a It show. was a good show. Matthew
0: Broussard headlined. Yes. Joe Medoff from Chicago middled, and mm-hmm. uh, Dan Britton.
1: And, right, and I got to Detroit finally Soul. meet Dan, which was nice. And Former he, student of mine. He nine. put on a great show. And yeah. Um, I was sad because I was actually supposed to go with his wife, uh-huh. and she was sick. But she was so kind and gifted me her well, ticket, yes. so my best friend got to go with me, yeah. and so it was nice. Yeah, it was
0: very nice, Tracy. We yeah, hope you, I think she'll probably be better soon, if not already.
1: We I think she's about. starting to feel better. Yeah, that's so, good.
0: and uh, Dan did a great job. And speaking of comedy class. Uh, the next advanced comedy class, as you're listening, to this actually starts this weekend on the 7th of January. You can call the Comedy Castle at 248-542-9900. As I'm recording this, I believe there was one open spot, but we do, do put people on the wait list. If somebody drops off, you'll get on. I encourage, even if you're on the wait list, sign up, get on the wait list, and just show up on Saturday. And even if you can't officially be in the class, you can hang out for the first one, and it doesn't cost you anything, so...
1: Oh, so I can show up for the first one? If
0: you want to be on the wait list, yeah. You can always show up. I know I can. But you've seen enough of me. (laughs) Believe me, when I leave for that class, I feel like, uh, you know, you're singing and dancing around this house and just having the greatest time. time. Oh, Joel has a a 13-hour day. I can't wait to just revel have and have to all this myself. whole house to myself i don't have to work but
1: usually i have stuff going on you do like and this like this, saturday. this saturday, I'm, saturday i'm gonna be gone before you you're gone you actually will
0: be yeah but you know and today we're squeezing this in because it's kind of the last day of christmas vacation mm-hmm. for you and even though i've been working throughout christmas vacation so bye I. yeah yeah i just we had, got ton- you got i just had couple a couple long weekends
1: yeah yeah
0: And we took a vacation recently. Maybe we can get into that a little bit. Yeah. We went to New York City for the holidays. We did. Layla came to me sometime in, I don't know. Was it like August? August and said, I'd love to be in New York for Christmas.
1: Now, I should probably say that I am not the most Christmassy person. I'm not huge (laughs) on Christmas. But you,
0: you enjoy it.
1: I do. But... I'm not like, oh my god, give me all Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Mm. But I really wanted to see New York at Christmas time,
0: and for good reason because it's pretty cra- it's pretty spectacular. It and is. I, I had been in New York for Christmas time. I was there for two days mm-hmm. when I saw Bruce Springsteen on Broadway in seventeen, I think. So, yeah. um, and I did go to Rockefeller Center and saw the tree and like the Saks window. This is the, probably the extent of my Christmas in New York, but I thought it was really cool. And I'd like, I'd like to see that again. Mm-hmm. So I'm all aboard. Right. And uh, we
1: picked our weekend.
0: We picked, got our flight.
1: We got our flight in early September. Not terribly expensive. No, we actually were very shocked with how cheap it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kept waiting for the hotel prices to kind of come down. Mm-hmm. We picked our weekend the prices were
0: outrageous. <laughs> they never came down. Never,
1: they actually kept going up.
0: The The room that we, so we went 19 to New York, you and I together. Mm-hmm. The prices had effectively almost doubled.
1: If not more.
0: Um, I feel like we paid, I don't, don't want to get into the numbers and everything, but like. I think we paid more than double. But I, I will tell you, because we stayed at the same hotel that I stayed in in 17 when mm-hmm. I went on Christmas. That was double. Yeah, whether it was double from 19 and that was a different hotel, which has now closed, which I think was adding to the problem of the the New York City hotel, because during the pandemic, a lot of hotels just closed up shop Mm -hmm. in New York. So now there's fewer inventory of rooms. And if you wanted to be in Manhattan, which we want to be, because that's where all the Christmas stuff is and Broadway and everything, it was it was a mess. It was really hard to get a good price at a hotel room. We didn't get a good price on a hotel room. We ended up paying way more than we wanted to. And
1: we switched our week. We went a week later because we didn't know that the week we had originally picked was the first week of the tree being open, And there was a big concert at Rockefeller Center.
0: It seems like the time the Christmas season to the opening of the tree. Yes. Which I think was like December one or two this year. Mm-hmm. We had planned on going on December five. Yep. And then we ended up going on December 11th or something. Yeah. yeah. So we, we moved stuff around because of that. And we added, you know, it was 20 bucks to change our flights. So but that we, still money. Saved, even we, we still
1: saved, even though yeah. we still paid double, we still saved about $500. Yeah. On we own. saved,
0: you know, some money on the hotel. So that was good. Um, and, you know, we got to do everything. It was probably mm-hmm. colder the week we went and Then we wanted it, it to be. It was actually
1: more rainy the week we were supposed okay. to go. So- yeah,
0: but we dealt with a little bit of rain the first night, and it was, it was in the 20s at night. It was not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, we had a great time, right? What was the highlight mm-hmm. for you? I wrote some stuff down on our little list, but any, anything that you thought was the highlight, go right ahead. Was the best thing we well, did. Well, The we Music know, Man. We saw The Music Man mm-hmm. with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: hottest ticket in Broadway. Yep. The number one show. Hard to get a ticket for. Actually, nothing's really hard to get a ticket for now. You just got to pay a lot of money. Yeah. Which we did.
1: <laughs> Which I did. Which I don't know I how, much. You yeah. with, uh, how much. I surprised you
0: with how much. Well, here's what I would say. It was not double the price of the ticket. Okay. It was about 60% over what the ticket the list price was
1: that's so a lot
0: of the ticket and what that wasn't cheap um and i surprised layla because i went on this website called seat geek which they actually do i think they do a pretty good job of reselling tickets there's StubHub and there's seat geek and you can go to these things and i think telecharge is the original seller of the tickets for the music man um But, you know, with SeatGeek, you go to the map, you can see where your seats are, the row. Mm -hmm. And I saw that for the last night performance that we were going to be in New York, there was seats in one of the private boxes, Mm -hmm. the little opera boxes, the governor's box, if you will, at the Music Man, at the Winter Garden Theater. And I said, there's two in this box. I will jump on these while Layla is taking a whiz, which is what I did. (laughs) You were at a restaurant we were at a restaurant. Layla went to the ladies' room and I attempted to buy these tickets as a surprise.
1: Isn't he so romantic? Oh, no. While you're taking
0: a whiz. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought two of these tickets in this box. This box had four seats in it. And by seats I mean not even theater seats. They no. were like they were like, like seats from like your living room or something.
1: Not living room. They were almost like fancy dining room yeah, tables fa- no, seats.
0: But it was nice because they're not connected to anything and you know they're a little more comfortable lots of legroom, and we get to this box Mm -hmm. music man overlooking the stage really wonderful beautiful view and wonderful theater and the other two people don't show up so i say to layla here's what's going to happen because this happened at springsteen on broadway is because if you're famous you don't come early you wait for the show to start and they kind of whisk you in So what's going to happen is these other two people are theater. This is going to be like Brad Pitt and somebody or this is going to be like the mayor. And they're just going to kind of like come in and sit down right next to us. So let's, you know, be ready for it, you know, because we knew the show was about to start. And of course, the show starts and we're waiting for these other two people and. No one shows up. up.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it actually ended up being really nice because we had the whole box to
0: ourselves. Because when I went to Springsteen on Broadway, I was sitting like right on the floor and right above me in the box, I could look up there. There was nobody in there. And then as the show started, I looked up and I could clearly make out Jennifer Lopez and a rod. Yeah. Sitting right above me in the box. I'm like, Oh me, you know, now they're not together anymore. Right. But you know, the equivalent of 2022 a rod J JLo, they could be sitting right next to us. It'd be fantastic. Right. Why not? Right. And wasn't them. Nope. It was wasn't anybody. That. which was me and you. It was, Joel so,
1: Fregamini and Layla Salim. And just people were
0: chilling. Pe- people were looking at us. Oh yeah. They? Mm-hmm. What were they thinking?
1: Well, they were like, "Oh, look at that guy. He's lucky to have that lady on his shoulder."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't think they thought we were celebrities or something?
1: There's nothing celebrity-like about <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Okay, fair
0: enough. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, though. Go I mean, on. Come on. Private private box at the Music Man baby.
1: They probably just thought we were like probably rich
0: people. Uh, yeah, that guy's got a rich dad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's right. his sugar baby. They can, they can, <laughs> <laughs> oh me, like, I'm, your, I'm uh, your sugar baby. I'm your sugar baby. No, you're I'm my your sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. <laughs> well, when I give you a, when I gift you a free Music Man ticket, I kind of am. <laughs> But that was your Christmas present. That was in large part. The trip was our Christmas present to ourselves. Yes. And we split the cost of Layla bought tickets for other shows. And other mm-hmm. stuff. So we had a great time. It was, that was a great show. Hugh Jackman did a great job, right? Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a smile on my face the entire time. Yeah, it's a
0: good show. I mean, I've never been like a music man. I mean, in a way, I, I thought about it. if you guys know the music man, it's like Huckster comes to town, makes everybody believe in him. And I'm like, OK, this has parallels with like Trump and it's kind of this political, he's a real bad guy, but he, th- he thinks he's a nice guy, and he's, like, taking everybody's money. And then, of course, he just ends up falling in love, and it has, like,
1: Hollywood, he Hollywood ending. Right. It's, like, not, like,
0: he got his comeuppance and ended no. up in jail. He gets the girl. It's the whole thing. Yeah. But it's kind of old-fashioned, but it was cute. Um What else did we see? The Uh, play
1: goes wrong. The
0: play that goes wrong was
1: my favorite as well.
0: Yeah, that was great.
1: That was hysterical. Yeah,
0: we we watched. uh, There's a play. It started in London. Yes. The play that goes wrong. I forget the name of the guy started. You guys can look it up. But they they started this play that goes wrong. That turned into other goes wrong plays in the West End. It came to Broadway it went on tour all the while. I don't know what the fuck this thing was. And then they made a TV show called The Show That Goes Wrong. Oh, my God.
1: It's so funny.
0: And I think the first season was on Amazon Prime and we watched it and it w- they would do a different play every week. Mm-hmm. The main cast of the play that goes wrong acted these things out and just thought it was so funny. Yeah. Unbelievably great. Now, this cast, not the people that did the original play that goes wrong or the show that goes wrong, but... Uh, still. still, really funny actors, um, and this was off Broadway, mm-hmm. so it was in a, like a 400 seat theater. Yeah, which was really nice. It was, it was the New World Stages, I think. So it was actually like the Winter Gardens, like this really old theater. New World Stages is like this new complex, very of,
1: modern. Yeah, very
0: modern. A series of um, of little theaters there, mm-hmm. off Broadway theaters, and um, yeah, great show. Lots of I was surprised by how much. And on the TV show, they would do it too, where they were like special effects and sort of things happening and the set falling apart in front of you. And uh, I don't want to ruin it for anybody yeah. that wants to see it, but I mean, there's a whole balcony thing mm-hmm. with the, and I was like, well, they're not going to do any of that. Cause this is like this off Broadway thing. And man, oh. was I wrong. Yeah. That was pretty spectacular. And a lot of really good timing Mm-hmm. Um, and in Music Man did that too Where they were in the library Throwing the books Yeah And in this show They're throwing props at each other And the play that goes wrong And really super funny And uh, I highly recommend You do the play that goes wrong If you go to New York Yeah Or in London Wherever it's playing It was on tour It came to the Fisher Theater In Detroit years we ago We just didn't know it Didn't know anything about it But I liked that we saw it In a 400 seat Off Broadway theater I thought that was cool If it came back to Detroit I would totally go Oh see abs- it. Absolutely But I think that is the thing about New York that a lot of people sort of miss when they come like they they'll go to, say, Detroit, where they do shows at the Fox or the Opera House or the Fisher Theater where we saw Hamilton in in November. We saw the production Hamilton, which was very good. But these places are giant. Mm -hmm. You go to New York and, you know, the biggest theater is like the Winter Garden. It's like 1300 seats Mm -hmm. and like. The seats are on top of each other in these balconies. And it's just really it's intense. It's no bad seat. You feel like you're really close to the performers. I mean, when we saw Adam Driver a few years ago in that play.
1: Yeah, but we were also second row. Yeah,
0: but even if you weren't, you're still like, you know. I mean, for the music man, I felt everybody felt like, I mean, the Springsteen show was in a 600 seat theater. Mm-hmm. And Bruce is like right there singing, playing the piano and guitar. It's amazing. Anyway, so Broadway is amazing. If you get a chance to go to Broadway, go. It's great. Um, we also saw the Radio City Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. Yep. And mm-hmm. Radio City Music Hall. Now, that is a giant theater. That was huge. Yeah, it's but a 6,000 theater. Oh beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And we did the trick, uh, and you could do this for Play That Goes Wrong, too. Maybe not for Music Man, but you go to... Well, they didn't
1: have it on for Music yeah, Man. you
0: go to the Half Price Ticket Booth.
1: They said the only way they had it for yeah. Music Man was if Hugh Jackman was sick.
0: <laughs> he got COVID, and then they had they, it. They had a bunch of half price tickets at the booth there in Times mm-hmm. Square, but but I know they were selling Play That Goes Wrong there. We we had we got I got those on a Black Friday sale on Telecharge. But anyway, um, so that was pretty affordable. Those were only sixty bucks each or something. But for uh, Radio City Music Spectacular, they do this thing uh, four or five times a day, depending upon how close to Christmas they are. Yeah. So we got a two o'clock matinee mm-hmm. at the half price ticket booth for the following day. Was it like on a Monday? Uh yeah. I, yeah we we got there on a Sunday, Sunday. bought the tickets for the Monday at mm-hmm. two, and we got two seats in the third balcony, balcony or I forget what they call it, the third mezzanine. mezzanine Seventy dollars total for our two tickets.
1: I know you've liked our seats. I probably would have liked to have been a little bit closer. Okay,
0: but here's the deal. If you went on, like, the official website and bought them for real, to be on the floor for that was, like, $180. No,
1: I'm not saying, like, for the floor, but Uh even, like, on the second, just to be a little bit. Well,
0: the thing is. Because I
1: like that we could see the whole stage. Yeah,
0: because they, like, project stuff up into the ceiling and the walls of Radio City and that's pretty cool. And if you were too close, you almost would lose right. sight of that thing. And so the entire stage is like the show. Right. Because I got to tell you, this I've never seen a show like this. Right. There's stuff happening in this show that I don't even know how to describe. Mm-hmm. Now, you could say it's all cheesy, dumb Christmas stuff, and you'd be right. Yeah. But my God, is it well done. Like, right. my God, do they spend a lot of money on this thing. Yeah. I mean, they had... Um, fairies that were drone fairies that like flew like butterflies Mm -hmm. through the theater. We had
1: 3D glasses we had to wear.
0: They had a 3D movie at one point. They had a band. uh, So the orchestra came up from the orchestra pit on a riser, Mm -hmm. went onto the stage. And then for the grand finale, the entire riser moved to the back of the stage with this 50 piece band on it.
1: And disappeared.
0: Uh, There was ice. A a rink came up and there was ice skating at one point during the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did the whole nutcracker thing. Of course, the Rockettes did what the Rockettes do, which again, if you're farther away, you can see those formations when they're the soldiers, which is kind of neat. They had animals out for the uh, Jesus being born in Nazareth, camels and donkeys and stuff was crazy.
1: But I don't think those were real.
0: No, those were real animals. No. Yes, they were. I They had fake animals in the Music Man. Music Man had fake horses. Remember they were pulling the wells Fargo wagon yeah. is coming down the Yeah. But I, that was a fake horse. No, those were real. We were on the third balcony, I know, but those were real animals. <laughs> real animals. But I
1: feel like it was like people. Like I feel like it
0: wasn't. <laughs> they were real. Are they you were sure? Real. Are you sure? I want to believe. That they were real. I don't think they were. They were real. Put your hand <laughs> down. Anyway, so that was super fun. I like. I really liked that show. Yeah. I mean, it was super crowded to get into Radio City, and that was kind of but annoying. Then,
1: and the whole like they took
0: forever to open the doors. They they did, but you know, remember they're doing four shows a day, and yeah, so you know. Um, Really comfy seats. Yeah. At Radio City. That was impressive. Was and the The whole Art Deco thing and the lobby and that was really beautiful and uh, pretty, pretty amazing place. I got to say that that if, if you got kids. Yeah. Cause I said to you, I said, if we could take our two year old nephew to this Christmas spectacular, mm-hmm. his mind would just melt. Yeah. the thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. My mind melted and I'm 50 years old. Yep. Yes. Old man. It's a good show. Let's move on. Uh, anything else that we saw? How about the summit at one Vanderbilt? That was cool. Yeah. Park. New, mm-hmm. New York's newest observation deck tower. 91 stories up and it keeps going up. They built, they basically built the skyscraper. It's all glass and it's next door to Grand Central Station. So it's in Midtown. I think it's on 30. It's by
1: Bryant Park.
0: Yeah, it's by Bryant Park. I forget exactly what number it is. If it's in the know. 40s. But it's on the east side and it's Grand Central, wherever that is. But and um, you go to this thing and it's all glass Mm -hmm. and there's glass above you. There's glass below you. There's mirrors. So you're being reflected as you look up. And of course, the views of Midtown and the Chrysler Building and all that stuff. Pretty nutty because I've been to Top of the Rock. We went together. Mm -hmm. I've also been to the Empire State Building. Which you won't seem to take me to. Well, here's the problem with the Empire State Building. I don't care. We'll go next time. We we the first time we went to New York, we went to Top of the Rock. One summit, one or what a summit at one Vanderbilt didn't even exist. It wasn't even built yet. So now it exists, and that's the hot place to go. Plus, it's indoors, and it's December, so that's where we went. It was. Hotter than hell. <laughs> it was hot as hell. So it
1: was twenty s- degrees outside. Yeah. We were bundled up mm. in long sleeve shirts, scarves, yeah. hoodies, jackets, everything. And we get in there and it is a boiler. <laughs> we
0: well, are it was like a greenhouse. It was all glass and with the sun bare because the sun sets real early in New York. It we was a boiler. Like, it was like three Well, okay. okay. Fair enough.
1: You know what? Why do you got to correct me (laughs) on everything? We were both sweating. Oh,
0: yeah. Everybody was. People were just throwing their coats down. and just.
1: There was no sense of, like, it was too chaotic for me. It was a little chaotic. I think at one point I looked at you and I said, I do not like this. (laughs) I think you have it on recording. Okay,
0: but here's the thing. If it's not super crowded because, you know, holiday is... About the busiest time, you can go to New York City. Um, And if it wasn't the heat thing, I think this is pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I love Top of the Rock. I think Top of the Rock's phenomenal.
1: I think I, I liked that it was a little something different. Yeah. But I think I enjoy Top of the Rock better. That's fine.
0: Top of the Rock's great. They have the room with all the balloons, and yeah. you can knock the Mylar balloons around. That's, yeah. That was fun. You Because if you've seen the opening of the... Hoda and Jenna Today the Show. The third hour. Whatever it is. Or the I don't fourth know if it's hour. The fourth hour now. Uh, they, they taped that at the mm-hmm. Summit 1 Vanderbilt. Um, and then you do the actual ascent, which is where you get on this glass <laughs> elevator and you go up another 12 floors. We got some great pictures, though. It looks cruel. Um, you know, experiencing it was kind of a pain in the ass on some level, but it was still fun. I'm yeah. glad we did it. Mm-hmm. It was neat. It was a neat thing to do Yeah, that you can't do anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's why New York's great. You can't do those things anywhere else. And
1: just be prepared if you do go the, to that. Mm-hmm. A lot of influencers trying oh to my influence.
0: God. Yes. We were not. We, we took, you know, somewhere along the lines of, you know, eight to nine hundred photos. But yet we were still not the most annoying people. at the thing.
1: <laughs> We took that many photos throughout our whole trip. Uh, we
0: did. We did. We did.
1: OK, but then, like, here's me. Yeah. Who I was like, I was planning to take a lot of pictures for my stuff.
0: Uh huh. Right. Yeah.
1: I didn't get any of that. No. Because I felt like I couldn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was easier for kind of me just to take the photos and then share them with you. And- yeah. You know, we got our Christmas card out of that. Out yeah. of we, we did that at uh, Rockefeller Center. Yeah. for the Christmas tree. I was a little that,
1: bummed with the tree that you couldn't get
0: closer. Well, we if you had gone up the other street, but it
1: was still yeah. barricaded, kind of far. Yeah, again,
0: it was way busier than I think when I went before, and but
1: the barricade around oh. it, like you could not really get that. Close. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, it's it was weird, but um, we ended up getting a pretty decent photo, although. When we were there, there's like one spot where like you're in front of their ice rink and then the tree is behind that Mm -hmm. and they have that statue of the guy and it's all gold and Mm -hmm. it's like the famous sculpture in Rockefeller Center and uh, might have handed the phone to a lady that was, I don't know, 4'10", something to that effect. to take our picture. To take our photo instead of the big tall guy that was with her or some other guy. So she missed a lot of the stuff that was behind us in that shop, but, but it was fine. We still got good pictures. We did. Yeah. It was nice. We saw the Saks windows, which were neat. Mm-hmm. With that lot of Elton John songs? Cool art pieces and the Elton John music. Mm-hmm. We went to Macy's and saw the Macy's windows, which were interactive mm-hmm. and had lots of cool stuff. We went in Macy's, did some shopping. Yep. Got our nephew some stuff. Sure did. Yeah. Because we got him some Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. We rode the wooden elevators.
1: Yep. Didn't not a fan of that. <laughs>
0: They have wooden, you know, the steps that are, you know, coming up the elevator. Those are made out of wood. They're the, the original. The, the original wooden escalators in Macy's. I think they're the, some of the only ones remaining in the world. And It's
1: like floors nine and above, right? Yeah, I don't know what
0: floor we're on. I but, think it was nine and above. But uh, so we did that. That was fun. Uh, why don't we had some good meals? Little Italy. Little Italy, Italy was fantastic. Little Italy was my favorite. Shout out to La Mela. Mm -hmm. which I recommend.
1: Did we ever get that waiter's name?
0: David. His name was David? David. Wait a minute. What did you think his name was going to be Carmine or something? (laughs) Wait a minute. Rocco? His His name name was David. No, it was not. It was David. It was on the receipt, and I read a lot of Google reviews where people did talk about David and how nice David was. David was super cool.
1: His name was David. His name was David. He was a full-blown Italian, and his <laughs> name was David.
0: Well, David David said he used to work security. David was like kind of this stocky guy with no neck. Who was very colorful and, and very fun. He was full-blown Italian <laughs> and his name is David. You know, I mean, you don't know those guys could be Puerto Rican or something. Some of those guys. He was Italian. Know, they, there was definitely Italian if he people, was Puerto like, Rican, was his name is not David there, either. I don't know, David. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: And then we got yelled at.
0: David. Well, yeah. <laughs> I apologized. So, yeah, we opened. Again, it's a cold day, and we go, and I, I had eaten at Lamella. Now, when you go to Little Italy, so you're on uh, Mulberry Street. That's pretty much all of Little Italy mm-hmm. at this point is Mulberry Street. It's about two blocks, maybe three blocks. Okay? Yeah. And there might be two dozen Italian restaurants in three blocks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. And as you walk down, it's kind of hard to tell which one... No. Is gonna be good or which one's and not we, gonna be good.
1: And we had been out all day and we didn't want anything fancy. Yeah, exactly. We were not prepared for yeah, yeah, a fancy. You, we were
0: at Summit uh, right before that. We were that. at
1: Summit and no.
0: Yeah, we were at Summit before Little Lily. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We took a cab down. Um but anyway, so as we as we uh I the reason I had found Lamella on a previous trip to New York before I met you was I said I I think I'd been told by either uh, my friend of my dad who lived in New York that if you go to the places that are not real fancy inside and you look for like a very simple, like red and white Mm tablecloth and it's not fancy, they're going to have the best food. That sort of was his idea, was to do that. Okay. So at some point I I was wandering down there and I found Lamella and I thought it was really good. So that's where we went. And it was great, wasn't it? It was. It was really good.
1: Okay, so we walk in there. Okay, Joel yeah. opens the door for and me. We that. sit down. All of a sudden, we're sitting down, we're talking, and then this tall man goes, starts yelling, who left the door open, like screaming, <laughs> and I look at Joel, and I go, I'm so sorry, I think that was us. And then he looked at me, and he goes, It's
0: okay. <laughs> He was yelling at the guys where he was a manager. Right? He, he was yelling at the guys working there. He thought everywhere. it
1: was the workers, but yeah. once I was like, I think it was us because <laughs> it like swung open and stayed it open. It got
0: yeah, I think it just stuck or something. Yeah. But anyway, but but it's one of those places, you know, all the pictures of the celebrities mm-hmm. and you know, David was like Leo DiCaprio sits oh, right there. Yeah,
1: so I had to sit there and listen to them try to up each other with celebrities they had.
0: <laughs> They're dropping it. And then when I found out he was into wrestling. Oh my then we start talking God. wrestling and he loves WWE and I love kind of everything but WWE. Even though I've I know some He WWE's. talked
1: about A. E. W. He did he like
0: Kenny Omega and I was like, Let me show you this and I'm quick. Yep. I put mm-hmm. my phone out, here's me with Kenny Omega. Here's a picture of me wearing Ric Flair's robe and his belt and I was
1: So yeah, there was a lot of upping each other. It was fun though. Name dropping. It's just
0: fun to say, you know, what experiences have you had and yeah i told him you know we went to madison square garden for wrestling which we did in 19 mm-hmm. to see the ring of honor new japan show in, in 2019 mm-hmm. which was really good so you know it was just like stuff like this it was fun we spent a good 90 minutes in lamella eating and yeah it was good hanging out with david and hearing stories of adam sandler and mariah carey you had a good mariah <laughs> carey story right he and, said
1: he said she had a big head.
0: Well, I don't know that that's, I don't know. And, and not, and no, not, like, and not physici- a big ego. No, yeah, not a big ego. Like,
1: like physically a big head.
0: Mariah's giant head had yeah. been to LaMella to, for some food.
1: He actually said she was a very nice yes, person. Yes, he did say
0: that. She was very down to earth, he said, and nice. Yeah. Just giant, giant melon. Um, And uh, yeah, so that was really fun. We went to Sarge's Deli. Mm-hmm. You
1: guys, I have to tell you something. Yes. I am so proud of Joel. Oh, my God. This is a first. No. Shut I'm up. I'm glad
0: this is being recorded. Oh, I have said this to you.
1: He is the pickiest eater. I have not of that I've met, but he's the pickiest eater. You guys doesn't like to try new things. Is afraid of things. Yeah. And on our trip. Huh?
0: Just stuff I don't like, you know.
1: You won't even try things to see if you like Eh, them. I
0: know what I like.
1: But if you don't try them, you don't know. (laughs) Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. He
1: tried corned beef and pastrami. Yeah.
0: In New York.
1: Yeah. And he liked corned beef better, Mm -hmm. but he didn't mind pastrami.
0: Yes, pastrami was okay. I think just... You know, you get those deli sandwiches. And we had heard that Sarge's was the best deli to go to. People have their favorites. Katz's is very famous and stuff. And I think Sarge's is a little more uh, under, less known, but it's been there forever. And they make their own pastrami and stuff. Super expensive. Yeah, well, it's a lot of, uh, hey, Little Italy, very expensive too. Everything
1: we ate was super expensive. It really
0: was, yeah. But good sandwiches. Love Sarge's deli. I've even had a corned beef sandwich in Detroit. Since I've been back. Without me. Without you, because I was I was Christmas shopping and <laughs> stopped at a deli and said... Uh,
1: no, you were getting your car fixed.
0: No, I was actually Christmas shopping <gasps> when I had a... You lied to me? No! You had your car... Your car was at the dealership. Yeah, and then I went from the dealership to shopping, and in between, I had a corned beef sandwich. Get out of here with that. So anyway, we had some matzo ball soup. We had that as well. It was nice. Um... Lots of great stuff. We had some uh, Famous Rays pizza at 11 o'clock, which. Disgusting. Go to Famous Rays when it's not 11 o'clock. I think you're going to have a better experience. But uh, we had that. Uh, Angelo's pizza, I really recommend because I think they have a really. It's a little different maybe than, you know, it's still a it's big. It's not a typical New York pizza. Big giant slice of pizza. Angelo's, of course, right now. Ne- I think there's a couple Angelos. I don't know if they're all related because I looked it up, but we're talking right next to the Ed Sullivan Theater were Stephen Colbert tapes, so that's where we were, mm-hmm. and enjoyed that pizza. We—that's the second time you and I went to that place. Yep, and uh, lots of other stuff. Monday Night Magic downtown, which not was- my favorite. <laughs> but as someone who likes magic,
1: but I like magic, but the whole situation was, was not weird. my favorite. It was
0: weird, and let's not dump on them because some things I think were not typical of most visits to Monday Night Magic. I would imagine so. But I thought the magicians did a good job, and it's a cool little downtown theater right next. I think it's the Players Theater right next to Cafe Wa, and uh, Mm -hmm. down the block from the Comedy Cellar. So uh, I recommend it on a Monday night. If you like magic, go see that. And uh, yeah, that's what we did. Super fun. Good stuff. Got Layla to ride the subway. That was fun. Hadn't been on the subway ever, so that was neat, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it just like a movie? Being on the subway? No. No? Okay. No. Because we watch lots of movies where people get on the subway. Yeah. TV shows. It was fine. Yeah, it was good. Nice and fast. Yeah. Got us downtown like that. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, that was our New York trip. I think it's time to move on because I I told you I'm not going to... We're not going to do a three-hour show today, are we? No, we're not. (laughs) Start crossing stuff off. Let's do the movies. Let's at least get to that because... These are hot. These are the things that uh, people are seeing. These are Oscar contenders. There's a lot of these out there. There's things uh, we haven't seen, but we have seen these three, and uh, they're all big in their own way. Why don't we start with Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I don't know if controversy is the word, but you know, Knives Out was a movie that sort of came out in the theater was not an initially big hit. Now, you and I saw Knives Out in the theater, I think, on Originally. Thanksgiving night. Yes. And it was one of those things. We were going to see Ford versus Ferrari. And I said to you, I said, you know, there's a lot of reviews of this Knives Out movie, and they say it's really good. And, you know, I, I, it, it, maybe we should see that now. And you were like, oh, okay. And we really loved Knives Out. We thought that I was really a great movie. I really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is the So then Netflix bid to have the sequel. So they're going to have a glass onion, and they're going to make a third movie. Uh, director Ryan Johnson and uh, Daniel Craig are going to do another murder mystery. Oh. That'll be on Netflix as well. So oh. it's a whole series now. S- the Benoit Blanc so mystery. So
1: I have an opinion on that. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, what was your opinion of Glass Onion? Um the first one was better. Okay. I I would concur. I was kind of
1: disappointed. I felt this one was um What's the word I'm looking for?
0: A little more broad, in it's comedy, or it's it just characters seemed a little less realistic. It, or yeah, anything.
1: it was more. It was cheesier. Yeah, I mean, um, it was more. Uh, it seemed more like a Hallmark movie, more a of Hallmark
0: the, movie, really. Yeah,
1: it didn't. It had all these big names in it, mm-hmm. and that usually doesn't do well to me.
0: Really? When you have too yeah, many. Knives Out was, you know, all these Chris Evans and all these people and yeah. Jimmy Lee Curtis. And no. Yeah. No. No. no.
1: This was not good. Really? I you did not. You did not even like Glass Onion? You're not, not
0: even recommending it here. I would recommend the first one. Of course. but Not this one. I recommend this one. Here's the thing. It is more broad. Mm-hmm. The Ed Norton's character, who is sort of the guy that
1: i organize it.
0: everyone to come to this island. Mm-hmm. The Greek island I live on is really kind of based on Elon Musk, which, you know, is sort of
1: maybe that's part of it is I don't like Ed Norton.
0: Well, maybe they're trying to make it uh, sort like of like I don't like him in general. OK, but are they trying to make it more like ripped from the headlines where uh, Knives Out was sort of this classic mansion in New England on a snowy night? an old man gets murdered in which family yeah. m- member killed him for his money. This one has a whole nother level to it where it's a bunch it's of old friends stars and, and they're all friends from college and they're coming back, but some of them have secrets and, um,
1: you know, I, it's it, not relatable at all.
0: A little bit not relatable, maybe a little too broad. I, again, I think Daniel Craig's really good in these movies. Yeah, he is. Um, I thought, you know, um, you know, Dave Batista was kind of fun, you know, as a big dumb idiot, you know, like he is an a muscle man. Exactly. But hey, he was perfect for that. Um, yeah. Ed Norton. I, I could give or take him in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, Kate Hudson. I don't think I we've wasn't even a fan of her. Kate that. Hudson in anything in a while. Have we? I don't think so. Yeah. So Kate Hudson's in there and uh, I don't know. It was fine. I, you know, look. And again, is it like do was the mystery is good? Not really.
1: There was definitely a little bit of a twist that I didn't yeah, expect. There was, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe I did enjoy it a little <laughs> bit more than I, I did.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, it was good. I mean, some of the the actors, like Janelle Monet, they gave her a lot to do. I thought, yeah, uh, in this, and I thought she did a really good job. I would only really seen her in one other movie, and you know, that was Hidden Figures. And I don't know uh, what that is. It was all right. Hidden Figures was a true story of the women who um, worked for NASA.
1: I didn't say we yeah, needed to explain what it was.
0: No, but I'm explaining it to you and anyone who didn't see Hidden Figures. So true story: of black women who um, helped NASA send men into space. Oh, yeah. So she was in that movie. Um, yeah, Glass Onion's is pretty good. I don't know. I mean, look, it's it Netflix. Was fine. It's Netflix. You probably get Netflix. You probably should watch this more than other stuff on Netflix because. Netflix's reputation for original programming is sort of going down the tubes, even though some stuff is good on there. Um, it's just their ratio of what is good to what is trash has kind of gotten higher mm-hmm. or lower, I guess, depending on how you put it. There's less good stuff and more garbage than there's ever been on Netflix. But, yeah, I think it's, I think they did a good thing. And look, if they wanted good content, I think uh, these are well-made movies, and I enjoyed it, and I'll watch the next one, so... Um, Oscar contender, I don't know, but people were talking about it. People were saying this could be
1: this could no. Yeah,
0: that's what they were saying. Listen,
1: I don't know if the was the first one Oscar.
0: Um, I think maybe for screenplay. I don't know if Daniel Craig got nominated or not, but you could see nominating Daniel Craig or Janelle Monet for this movie. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the screenplay. I don't know. Okay. Cinematography. Sure. What can I tell you? All right. Let's move on to Avatar. The Shape of Water. Is that or is it the Way of Water? Which one was this? I
1: you're asking me. I think
0: it's The Way of Water, because I think The Shape of Water was, was a, a movie, movie. that yes. you took me to. That one actually won the Oscar that year.
1: Yeah, The Shape of Water Avatar was actually really way. good. Yeah, yeah, it
0: really was. Yeah, you can't ask me. The Way of Water, yes, the that's way. the name. I wrote it down wrong on our sheet, but you know, 3D. Uh, God, Avatar came out in 2009, I think, or 10. It was a long time ago. I don't know. (laughs) I love that you went to this having (laughs) never, which I did not know, by the way. Yes, you did. I told you. That you had never seen Avatar. I told you.
1: I told you. Ah. I told you I had never seen Avatar.
0: Well, here's the thing about Avatar that I knew about this movie. I actually didn't know that you hadn't seen it, but I knew. Yes,
1: you did. I told
0: you. That it had been so long. Since they made Avatar, and this is a thing that we'll get into why this didn't work either, that they do spend the first 10 minutes of the movie recapping what happened in the first movie. And then, of course, we missed the first 10 minutes in the movie because the goddamn people that run the movie theater are incompetent assholes.
1: Let's not recap that.
0: Yes. Basically, we missed the first 10 minutes of the movie, and not because we're rude jerks that show up late to the movie, no, we buy tickets in advance. We bought tickets a week in advance. So me and Layla and Layla's mother, Karen, could enjoy this movie. On Christmas: On Christmas Day, in 3D and have a great time. And you know what they did? They moved the theater to another theater in the complex. Didn't tell us when we got there. And so me, Layla, Layla's mother and two dozen other people were sitting in the theater waiting for the movie to start at four o'clock or whatever time it was. Only to be told when someone went out and complained that the movie hadn't started that, oh, no, this movie's been moved to another theater. And then I raised my hand and go, well, does it mean that it started? And he's like, oh, no. And of course, we walk over there and the movie's been playing for God knows how long. Yeah. Now, Granted, it's a three hour movie. We missed 20 minutes of it tops. Yeah. But we did miss where they would have recapped what happened in the first avatar, I think. I don't know. Well, they gave us three passes. So if I want to go back and see the beginning or whatever, I guess I could at this point, but I know that I'm gonna.
1: Or you could do a magic trick.
0: What's the magic trick?
1: Use your computer.
0: <laughs> but I couldn't do that today. I would have to do that down the road, I think. I think there's something in your eye. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. But, but no, Avatar, like, look, the 3D and the action sequences. And I think one thing about, you know, oh, my God, it's a three hour movie. There's there's not a lot of downtime in this. There's stuff happening all the time. There's stuff uh, flying around or swimming underwater. That looks cool. Um, You know, I I think one thing that separates this from the first movie is basically everybody's an avatar. Everybody's blue or they're either the Navi or they're the avatars. And the avatars mean that the humans take over the body of the Na'vi. That's their avatar. So they're regular people. They become the blue people. And then they're avatars. Who are the green people? That's who I'm talking about. The blue people. Who are the green people? There are no green people. They're blue. No, they're green. The people in Avatar are blue, babe. They're blue. I'm not going to. Let's not do this. Let's not do this now. They're blue. What the fuck? You saw the movie. They're blue.
1: The green people. There's no
0: green people in yes, it. Sir. What movie were you watching? Don't do this. What is, what is this green? I, can I pull up Avatar and at least show you they're blue? The, I know
1: they're blue. But, they, but the green people by the water.
0: Oh, okay. 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 No, 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 no. Here's the thing. How
1: do you feel now? How do you feel if now? If you
0: wanted to say that the.
1: They are greenish. They're like turquoise. They're
0: a different tribe of Navi. Okay. That live in the water, and so they I, look a little. I they deserve, do look a little different.
1: I deserve an apology.
0: I <laughs> will <laughs> right, well, apologize on the next show. No, when you remind me to. Uh, but listen, no, they, they look a little different. They are they green.
1: Look- they are a greenish color. They are not blue. Listen. No, you listen.
0: You listen. Ooh, listen They're blue
1: They're green They're Blue. Don't you dare Press that button Don't you dare
0: I got all kind of buttons Yeah I know I got a new rig I got all kind of buttons
1: <laughs> That's the story of your life right there you just remember you did this to yourself
0: <laughs> there there you are correct that there is another race of people in this movie and they're that are not the jungle blue people but they're still kind of look the same but they're different they have more like fins to swim and stuff like that but
1: they're of, not blue they're not okay
0: uh, but Avatar, I think, uh, did a good job. It's Look, it's an action movie. Um, The story is kind of like the first one, not the most dense thing to worry about. It's more about the visuals and, and, you know, good guys and bad guys fighting and the good guys prevailing, and all of that happens in this movie. So I think uh, I'm giving Avatar a big thumbs up. What do you think?
1: I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. You saw
0: it. It was nice. I didn't fall asleep. You didn't fall asleep. Saw it in 3D. I thought the 3D, I remember seeing the first, now Avatar for a lot of people was the first modern 3D movie they saw. I would say that this one was, um, maybe it's because I've seen so many 3D movies over the years. It didn't like blow me away.
1: I thought parts of it were pretty cool. Yeah. 3D parts I mean, of it.
0: I mean, I would still recommend 3D.
1: And I don't really have anything to compare it to because no. I didn't see the first one.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. There, that's how you know. All right. We're going to move on. Pull that a little closer. I don't want it. Yeah. All right. And then Oscar (laughs) contender. I think when I said there's three Oscar contenders and you looked at the list and went like, what the F are you talking about? Well, because
1: I didn't think like Glass Onion would be considered an Oscar contender. It
0: was. I mean, before it came out. I don't know. Um, But the Fableman, Steven Spielberg's new. This I would agree. uh, Autobiographical story of him as a child. Growing up. Now, Layla's thing. No. I'm going to explain it. Don't embarrass me. I'm going to explain it so you don't have to.
1: Don't embarrass me. Because it is a real thing. You're going to embarrass me. No, 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 no.
0: Because I described, I am the reason you had that thought. I described the movie to Layla as this is Steven Spielberg's story of how he became a movie director. It's him as a kid, and you learn how he became a movie director, okay? Mm -hmm. Growing up. His family. You were, now in the movie, his name is... Sam Fableman, yes, or Sam fableman mm-hmm. Sammy, the his mom called Sam, him. Sam or Sammy, okay he doesn't like to be called Sammy, but some people call him Sammy, but he's Sam, yeah, and you were expecting by the end of the movie that Sam Fableman would change his name to Steven Spielberg. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Instead yes. of saying what it is, is it's a fictionalized version yes. of his life, mm-hmm. which and I described it that way. You wouldn't have had that thought. Right. So I am partially to blame.
1: You are very much
0: <laughs> to blame. But really cool movie. It um, was really good. I mean, his family, you know, I mean, and we looked it up. I mean, this is really based on his his family, real family. His, his, his mom was was very sort of uh, was this sort of eccentric uh, piano player. You would call her probably manic depressive or I bipolar. Don't, I, don't I would say more you.
1: bipolar.
0: Yeah. And then his dad was this uh, kind of guy who worked in computers, very focused on his career. But you could see that they both encouraged um, him as a boy to be very um, uh, sort of artistic. And, and, you know, his dad, you know, bought him those trains, like in, you see mm-hmm. in the movie, because he he liked the, uh, the train crash in the movie The Greatest Show on Earth. And his mom encouraged him to make all these films, and they got him equipment, and uh, he has all these people who sort of supported him. So he really did grow up in a household that uh, really was supportive of him wanting to be a filmmaker, which was really encouraging to see. And of course, it takes place in the 50s and the 60s, so you get all of the you know, 50s and 60s nostalgia, <laughs> and mm-hmm. what was it like to go to the movies back then, and what was it like to and be... growing
1: up... In California, being a Jewish,
0: yeah, that was a lot of the anti-Semitism that he faced in high school. Which I thought that was some of the best stuff in the movie was the high school part, which is yeah. like the last hour of it or so. Because mm-hmm. this is a, this is two and a half hours, and I would say the only thing I would say is it did drag a little bit at times. Some of it, yeah, because like the first half hour is like he's a little kid, he's like you know seven years old or something, and that's like really super intense and like fun. Mm-hmm. And then as he gets older and the family moves from New Jersey to Arizona, it starts to kind of drag. out I mean, there's scenes that maybe could have been a little bit, uh, shorter, you know, shorter there. And, and a little more to the point, but boy, it's a good movie. And it know, was really good. Uh, Michelle Williams plays his mom. Paul Dano plays, plays the dad. Seth Rogen is the quote unquote uncle who is a friend of the dad. And he's very important to, uh, his journey, mm-hmm. Sam's journey or Stephen's journey. um, he meets, I won't say who it is, and, and uh, but uh, towards the end of the movie, uh, he ends up meeting a Hollywood legend, and I thought that was really well done. I won't yeah. even say who the Hollywood legend is. Nor will I say who the Hollywood legend is that played the Hollywood legend in the movie. No. That surprised me, and that was really cool. Um, And just, you know, the recreation of, like, the movies he made as a kid was really, really cool. Yeah. Really well done. Um, it was a really good movie. Yeah, great movie, and... Probably should win the Oscar. Maybe the best movie I've seen all year. I don't know. It's a lot I haven't seen, but I really recommend the Fablemans. You can rent this at home. If you want, you can go to the theater to see it. We watched it at home, but you watch it any way you want to watch it. Great movie. The Fablemans really well done. Steven Spielberg. You did it again. He's pretty good. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to, we got a couple TV things and then we'll get out of here. Uh, just a couple. We won't even do all of these. White Lotus. That the the world went crazy for White Lotus.
1: I'm season mad. Two. I'm mad. What are you mad about? White how Lotus? it
0: ended. Oh, boy! I don't think we can spoil it. But, I'm mad. Okay, that's all right. I, I think I don't think you're alone in that. Do Do you think this was a better season than the first White Lotus? I think it was. I think the characters were a little more defined. I think they were a little more broad. I think maybe it was less it was, realistic in, in a sense. Yeah. But, but um, I thought very entertaining.
1: It was more entertaining. Yeah. There was, um, but I, how they ended it, I didn't like. I feel yeah. like there could have been more.
0: Mm. Yeah. But great. I mean, the actors in this were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And even the people you kind of didn't know really kind of made a name for themselves, too. And yeah. I mean, those girls that played the prostitutes were really good. And then, yeah. you know, the guys you knew that were going to be good, like F. Murray Abraham. And of course, um, Jennifer Coolidge, who you knew was going to be good, Michael Imperioli. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's your kind of blanking on names here? His dad. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who was in White Lotus season, too? I got to know all these people. But, yeah, really well done. I mean, Sicily. Yeah. How cool was that?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, really well done, so.
1: Well, I mean, you ruined my plans of, (laughs) remember, I said we'd celebrate our engagement in New York, and then we'd have our honeymoon in the Mediterranean. Oh. But, you know.
0: I don't know what's going to happen. But Yes, you did. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza was in the You guys, this have you noticed <laughs> that he doesn't listen? No, it was a good... It, listen. <laughs> I recommend White Lotus Season 2 on HBO. I, it's kind of I began, do as well. It kind of became, uh, you know, white people's, like, Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. But, uh, you know, what can I tell you? Good show.
1: Can we talk about Bad Sisters?
0: Yeah, Bad Sisters eight on... Uh, Apple TV Plus, Sharon Horgan, I think is the name. Of I, I really liked that. that. Yeah, it was really good. Bunch of sisters in Ireland.
1: Yeah, was it Ireland?
0: Yeah, they're in Ireland. Are you sure they're in mm-hmm. Ireland? I know. I listen. We're gonna go with. We're gonna go with my review. Uh, you know factually, what? Factually, what color the people were, the names of the characters, the those things will get from me. The people well, the were color, meaning the blue people in Avatar, no, not the white people in the White Lotus. They should have a Black Lotus show and it'll be in like Jamaica. You
1: are gonna get in so much trouble. I'm not in
0: trouble. Yeah. Bad sisters. I'll tell you who's in this. You
1: and you said what I said yesterday sounded racist.
0: Sharon Horgan. Okay, explain what you said yesterday. I've never heard this term, so we're watching the Fablemans, and, and they have a baby. baby. They have a little, like, old, six-month-old baby, and he—the and mom's carrying the baby. And he says, "Blonde hair."
1: He first he makes a comment about how this baby has this big ass head. <laughs> okay, so he's making fun of a baby, and I go, "He's a toe head." <laughs> and he—the look on his face—I did face, not know
0: what a toe head. He meant. looked
1: at me and said, "What did you just say?" And I, I said, never heard that term. I go, he's a toehead. Yeah, He's like, that sounds so racist.
0: Yeah, I did not know what a toehead is, and we looked it up.
1: And it's not. It's about a blonde-headed baby. A
0: blonde-headed baby is called a toehead. Yeah. Which <laughs> kind of <laughs> He's
1: still, anytime I say it, he looks at me like I'm saying something wrong.
0: But anyway. Bad Sisters. Bad Sisters. Recommend. Go Apple watch. Apple TV Plus, Sharon Horgan. Uh, I think she adapted this from another show. Really? Yeah, there was a show. I was the same premise, and I think it even the guy that plays John Paul, who is sort of the antagonist. He's the villain of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Show. Uh,
0: show. Uh, I think he even played that same role in the uh, Danish version of this. But anyway, uh, Eve Hewson, Sarah Green... Uh, Brian Gleason, who is, um, Dom Hall Gleason's brother, right? Do I am getting the Gleasons who right?
1: Who are you? I don't know who you're talking about. The people about. that
0: are the actors in this show.
1: I don't know. That's who.
0: okay. Let's not worry about okay. that. But then people that care won't get it. Um, very good. They were all great. And, um, I mean, I'm looking at them. That's why you're not. So, um... What did you like about Sisters? It sort of has a structure to uh, Big Little Lies, kind of.
1: Yeah, I like the mystery of it. I liked the the family portion of mm -hmm. it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's all sort of told in flashbacks, too. Yeah. Because, you know, Big Little Lies opens, and somebody's been killed, and you don't know who, and you don't know who did it. Now, this show, Somebody's Dead, you know who's dead, but you don't know who did it, or whatever. So it sort Mm -hmm. of works similarly, but...
1: And you know, and it's showing different possibilities of what yeah. of what could have happened we, but you don't know if it
0: happened Yeah, so it's it sort of builds all this tension to finally we're going to see what happened yeah and you do but it's a black comedy i mean it is funny and it is serious and it is uh sad i think on some level finding out what all these sisters and their lives and what they go through so um yeah it's it's, it's very well done it's on apple tv plus i think it's one of the best shows of the year i'm 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 i think we're safe to say that yeah Definitely mm-hmm. here's the show that might be the best show of the year. This is going to hurt
1: did I watch that
0: yeah show about the doctor yeah
1: you could barely sit through that
0: in what sense because it was graphically yeah y'all it was graphic oh yeah so this show is again kind of a, another black comedy uh, it's from the BBC so you I think you have to watch this on. AMC Plus, it might have been on the AMC channel, but at this point it isn't anymore. Ben Wishaw is the star. He plays a doctor in obstetrics. Am I getting that right? OBGYN. OBGYN doctor in London and helps deliver babies in very uh, crazy <laughs> circumstances. Yep. And his personal life is sort of in shambles as well. Uh he's gay. And he uh, is dealing with his relationship with his partner and the people he works with. His colleagues are having problems. The stress of working uh, as an OBGYN in this hospital is unbelievable. It's it's like an underprivileged hospital. Yeah. Well, it's it's, in there. You would say it's sort of like it's their NHS, meaning it's a public hospital, I believe, is how that works. Yeah. Like in, in London, you could have a private hospital or you would have the public hospital, meaning the one that anyone can go to and you don't have to pay. That's where he works. OK, so their system is just different than ours. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's where he works. So imagine, you know, super cramped, you know, crowded, poor underfunded. people, underfunded. Yeah. So and you see the stress of that. But it is funny at times. I mean, Ben is uh, Ben was uh, Ben was the gadget guy in uh, Q in uh, the James Bond movies. The Daniel Craig one. Some of them, anyway. So that's where people may know him. But he does a really great job in this. And um, just a lot of drama in this. And a lot of... I mean, it's even hard to describe why this is as good as it is. You kind of just got to watch it. But it's terrific. I really love this show. Is there another season? Um, You know, it was based on a book. And I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah, well, that's how they make them now. I don't know if this... Uh, is there going to be a second... Uh, I don't know. It was seven episodes, so maybe there's not going to be another one. I don't know. We'll have to see. Anyway. Good show. Mm -hmm. Really good show. I thought one of the best shows of the year. And let's just end with this. Uh, There's other ones on here, but we're running out of time. We can get to these another time. Reservation Dogs, I want to just shout out, because that's a good show. Okay. Two seasons of that. We hadn't watched any of them. Mm -hmm. And I knew that season two people really liked. I was like, well, we haven't seen season one. Let's watch them all. It's on Hulu. Really good show. It was good. Yeah. Taika Waititi, who made uh, some of the Thor movies and made a bunch of cool movies. Uh, he's from New Zealand. Made Flight of the Concords as well. Uh, really good director. He's one of the producers of uh, Reservation Dogs. It's about a bunch of kids growing up on a reservation in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And they're... It, it's... I guess it's titled after Reservoir Dogs, which Layla didn't even know what that was. But well, we I kind kept of calling you in. it Reservoir Dogs. No, it's not. It's Reservoir. But I kept. Ca- <laughs> and you kept saying the people were blue, and you kept saying the people were. Okay, it was nice talking <laughs> to you guys. All right, Layla, thanks for joining us. But you liked Reservation Dogs, right?
1: Yeah, but I don't like you. Yeah, it's
0: good, of course. <laughs> of course not. Um, one of the kids from Reservation Dogs shows up in uh, The Fablemans. Yep. The kid that plays cheese. Your favorite. One of the Boy Scouts. Yeah, because we all... That's the thing about reservation dogs. There's like four lead kids, Mm -hmm. and then Layla had her favorite. Yep. What was her name? I can't remember either. (laughs) It was
1: like... It was two names. Yeah, it was. Look her up. You got your phone out.
0: That's a good show. Um. It was like
1: Joe... Joe Wayne. Wayne Joe.
0: Uh Willie Jack. Willie Jack. <laughs> Willie Jack. Willie Jack. <laughs> that was your favorite. She was great. Yeah. And of course uh there was Bear. Bear. Cheese and Elora. Elora. Those were the four main kids. And then there was Jackie who kind of ended up on there. But Bobby Lee the comedian uh, shows up as a doctor. Kirk Fox who's a funny comedian uh, is the guy from the salvage yard who's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. And even Bill Burr shows up on an episode of uh, Reservation Ducks. Really funny show. Cool. And, and and they would even do these episodes where it's like the kids are barely in it. They're following the guy that plays the cop around, mm-hmm. or they're following around the that uncle. That was funny. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in this. I thought it was really well done, uh, very different from other shows, but yeah. in a good way. And uh, – I think most people, if you have any kind of sense of humor, you would get reservations. It's a little weird, but you stick with it. And I think it's uh, it's worthwhile. I think it's again, Hulu, one of the best shows of the year as well. Watch that one. All right. Let's get out of here. I think that's enough. Okay. I don't think we have to bother people with these other things. I'm going to circle the ones we didn't talk about to get to. There's only three. Yeah. Well, but, you know, we got stuff to do. Mm -hmm. You're mad at me. Let's just wrap it up. (laughs)
1: You're sleeping on the loveseat
0: seat. Oh, tonight. my God, love seat. the loveseat. The loveseat. Well, Layla, thank you. You're welcome. am going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything to plug? Nope. Anywhere people can see you? Nope. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. You know. <laughs> I don't know, but I always say that to guests.
1: Yeah, but Where I'm not a normal you?
0: guest. You're not a normal guest. Wherever I am, you'll be. No. At least in my heart. <laughs> What is wrong with you? All right. So let's remind people about ComedyCastlePodcast.com. I'll play Whoa. some music. Well, I know. I should have played that. A little quiet. Oh, so, uh, wow. Well, I got a new board here. I got to figure that out. Yeah, right, You got to get on that. Get on it. ComedyCastlePodcast.com. I'll be starting to interview all those comedians. That'll be super fun. So give that try. And give the show that Tom and I did uh, just this past week. Uh, listen, because that's a really good, Tom did such a great job, really proud of Tom,
1: and I could hear them laughing so hard, (laughs) so
0: I feel like it's probably very funny and of course the advanced comedy class starts January 7th sign up at, uh, you actually gotta call the Comedy Castle at 248-542-9900 if you're a comedian in Detroit, you wanna do some advanced comedy class with me it's for six weeks, it's always a good time doing that and Layla, thank you. Thank You're you welcome. all for listening. Happy New Year, Year. to everybody. And we'll catch you next time here on Joel Radio. Sound good? Sounds good. And Sounds La- good. Joel and
1: Layla Radio.
0: Joel and Layla, Oh my goodness gracious. Joel
1: and Layla Radio oh 2023. <laughs> what will we do? What will we do? It's fantastic Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So I'm,
0: so I'm happy. Bye.